name is Echo, y'all. This what up? Welcome to my set shot. I've been taking the same. I'm about to drop a little knowledge in this bitch for a change until the head's not. We can roll from the jump. Everybody just shut the fuck up. Welcome to my set shot. Y'all just sit and relax. So when I step up to the stage, I'm just spitting the and we're live anyways i've been trying to get him on for a long time this guy right here is so smart <laughs> got him fooled no, this, this is reed he's one of my good friends um i call him dr strange i, I haven't told him that but oh, okay <laughs> why because we met and it was strange that we kind of just like bond oh yeah like, immediately clicked yeah it was pretty cool yeah and then he's like a doctor in every single angle. You could talk to him about anything, and he'll have some type of uh, bullshit, good goodness to fill it in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not bullshit. Nah, but yeah, it's a good guy right here. Right on. Thank you. But uh, he just did a whole bunch of different podcasts, uh, more bodybuilding stuff, and which this is for bodybuilding and Marvel stuff. But uh, what was your last one? Uh, last one was Waku, Waku Radio, I believe. And it was, uh, we just went over a whole bunch of stuff. We, we did talk a little bit about dating. We talked a bit about religion, um, yeah. socioeconomics. I haven't watched it yet. Stuff like that. Yeah, it probably won't be out for another week or so. Yeah. Well, when it, when it comes out, you guys should go watch it. But um, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Man. Okay. We so have a little I, list going on. Yeah, I went through that little list of items. The cool one is the 80s uh, parenting. What, what you oh, want. Yeah what economics were like for our parents versus us today. Yeah, that's a good one. Big difference. Huge difference. So what do you think what was what was a what was pay back then? So minimum wage in 1985 I want to say was around $3.15 or 3.25 something like that. Just over $3. Right. My, my uncle was making but it had 50 I believe. I remember a, a few years ago like in 2018 I want to say that uh, in 2018 I looked up some information on it and that three, that same three dollars had approximately the buying power of eighteen dollars. Way different. Yeah, in twenty eighteen, and so like you look back at like our parents, and then you know our, our relatives are a little older. Uh, that's a that's a good one to go over. Yeah, I mean, you think about car like, insurance was way less. I remember college. It was a dollar fifty for gas. I remember that when I was and that was nineteen ninety when I was a little kid. That's, yeah, dude. Now it's fucking five bucks, five fifty. Well, I mean, I look at like my. I was talking to an aunt of mine who, uh, when she went to school, she was talking about how she worked part time during the school year, and that was enough to pay for her rent, her expenses, and her tuition. Wow. What was currency back overseas back then? It had to be a lot different than now. Uh, Turkey's seventeen to one. Yeah, I have no idea. I know when I live. I, I mean, I was I lived down in uh, Santiago, Chile, back in like twenty. 2008 to 2010 yeah um, and it was that was right after we'd had the whole uh crash here so so would would we be richer back then working for less than now probably because you mean in the 80s or like yes 80s well i know it'd be hell well hell i mean our parents were able to buy houses yeah our family our folks could buy houses man. everybody had houses they had us we can hardly get rent yeah, you could barely live in a place alone. Yeah, I mean it, it's true. I mean, you look at Vegas right now. The average, uh, what is minimum wage in Vegas? Like nine fifty, ten dollars? I think it's ten something. Or okay, might, the average, I'm not sure. It might be a little less. I should because, know because to qualify for the average rent in Vegas, or an average, I think it's a two bedroom uh, apartment or anything. Yeah, the average uh, minimum wage worker has to work ninety hours a week. What? That's to be able to afford the average two bedroom uh, townhouse or. So apartment you gotta have two place. jobs. Because you have to be able to prove at least three times it's your 10 income. It's ten fifty. 
So it's ten dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. So you got to be making about a thousand bucks a week. Which think about it. You find me. Go find me a property out there for under fifteen hundred bucks right now. In, You're not in going to. No. So in order to get apply for 17 that seventeen something. So in order to even to get qualified for that, the minimum requirement in Vegas is three times the rent as your monthly income. So yeah, in 2016, I I got a nice apartment and stuff, and I think they wanted four times the amount of rent. Yeah. How does a normal person do that? Everybody's lying. Yeah. Everybody's lying. It's easier to get, you can you can financially you can get approved for a mortgage easier than you can get approved for a rental now. Yeah. That's pretty jacked yeah, up. That's mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right now I'm going through issues with, with a rental property. Yeah. And uh, I'm just getting a little bit of insight as to how, I mean, honestly, like a lot of your landlords out there, it's amazing. Like, like I'm just, how screwed up it is. We were looking at properties. We went into one property and it was 1900 bucks a month and it was just beat to shit, but had awesome potential. Yeah. And I was like, look. But all, shouldn't it already be fucking nice as shit? Shouldn't it be taken care of? Yeah. I mean, this guy had three or four different tones of white walls. All oh, really? Time. It wasn't yeah. all the same. It wasn't all the same. And so you could tell he just bought whatever the cheapest white was and put it on the wall. Yeah. And uh, the floor were dirty, everything. And so I reached out and I said, hey, if you're willing to clean your property, I'm down. Yeah. He wouldn't clean it. He said no. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it might point. be bad to actually own properties now. Right. I mean, no, I would say right now, if you're renting the properties out, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, but if you're not taking care of your properties, it really doesn't matter how well you do. You're not going to have that property for very long. It's yeah, going to fall yeah. apart. Well, shit. Which There's is that. Something that a lot of these landlords don't get. I mean, most more, more, more often than not, they just turn into slumlords. They get a house. It looks nice. They let it dilapidate and yeah. put money into it. Well, you usually don't get your money back at the end. Any, anyways. Exactly. They should be using that for that paint. Yeah. Actually, what I started doing with properties like that, that, yeah. that look kind of sketchy or that were kind of cheap, I'll actually go through and do a 4K um, walkthrough recording in the house. I'll go through fr uh, from, you know, from down, from ground up yep. to the ceiling. And I'll do a walkthrough. So it's like a pre-move-in inspection. And then at the end, I'll compare that. So when I move out, I, if they say, hey, this was broken, this was broken, I can say, yeah, it was pre-existing or no, it wasn't. Oh, you have it all recorded. Uh, because if they try to keep your uh, your your deposit, I yeah. want to say you can sue them for like three times that. Is that how it was up in Utah? Uh, it shouldn't be too much different here in Vegas. Yeah. And a lot of people get screwed over on that. I know I did on my last property. I didn't oh, get yeah. nothing back. I treat everything pretty nice. What I st what I used to do uh, back. What gets you is that white carpet everybody puts in there. Oh yes. <laughs> what, what I or, or like, let's fuck these guys. Let's let's put some white carpet in our yeah. house. Or what you'll find is like the twenty year old carpet that's always dirty. Yeah. And they're like, well, we had to change the carpets. Oh, after me, you changed the carpet. Yeah. Like three decades. They didn't. You know, we've funny. had uh, we've had so many landlords that'll. I had an. Oh, here's a good one. I had a property once. Landlord, total dickhead. We move out, and I mean, this place was a pile of crap. Right, he wants sixteen fifty a month. We Where's were, this at? Here? Say, this was St. George, Utah, oh, okay. before we moved here. So this house, dog shit. I mean, like horribly put together. Uh, but we how were old was the house? Man, had to be built in the sixties. The older one, yeah, yeah. And we we were in desperation. We needed a place to be. Yeah. So this landlord, he knew that, so he took advantage of it. We got in there. Then we were only there for like six months. We left. He refused to do anything. The house was infested with roaches, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, and when he said he had it sprayed for bugs, we found out he just walked through and spot shot it with raid. Yeah, he so did what, it himself. Yeah, it wasn't sprayed for bugs. Um, so when we leave, he try, he sends me an email telling me I owe him $6,800. For what? Right. So uh, he sends me, 
He also sent me the email that he meant to send to his wife of the renovations that were completed. In the oh house. no! He accidentally sent you. Know, so he sent me an email saying, he's like, I, "I'm going to send this to my wife." Oh fuck! He's saying uh, he sent me an email saying what I sent? what I owed him, and then he sent me the other email that was all the renovations done in the house. Yeah, and I responded. I was like, "Really? Did he send you the wrong copy?" Or oh yeah, that wasn't intended for me. Oh, so it was no. And so I called him out, and I was like, hey, "Dave, I'm not going to pay for your renovations." Yeah, to your house. And uh, I never heard from him again. Did he give you your money back? No. So you just moved? Yeah, well, it's in, in St. George, I didn't have the money to even take him to court. Yeah. You know, I was working, I was a server at Olive Garden. Kind of just kinda... And they know that. They know when you take, I mean, my wife and I at the time, we were servers at Olive Garden. Yeah. Good day for us was was two hundred bucks. So at Olive Garden. So huh? they, yeah, so they did, know did you used I to take the, the fucking, uh, the, 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 the breadsticks and put, uh, the sauce and what is it called? The, the the white sauce. I always do that. Oh, the Alfredo. Alfredo. I know some people did. I really. You definitely gained weight there. No, no, no. That was when I did the uh, my my big my most successful diet. Actually, I went from over three hundred pounds to like two twenty five. Tell us some about that. Holy shit! Um, I mean, really, just working there had nothing to do with it. No, I, I have I, I have pretty good control when it comes to eating. Well, this dude's a badass. You got to check out his Instagram, but. <laughs> Yeah, tell us about your diet on that. Oh, did man. you do no carbs? Did you go hardcore? Did you know as much as you do now? No, then? I didn't. If I knew what I knew now, I could have probably gotten rid of most of the challenges of that diet. What'd you do? So I did go low carbs. Uh, I would get up, I'd go do fat, my fasted cardio. I'd come home. My breakfast was two whole eggs and then egg whites. I don't remember how many exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'd load it with vegetables just so I had something in my stomach. Yeah. Um, my next meal would be... It would be like some oatmeal or a little bit of rice um, and then chicken or a lean meat and vegetables. I'd do that for like the next two meals um, when I'd go. Did you, weigh, did you weigh everything out or were you? Eyeballing? Yeah, I weighed everything out. So you were pretty ser- serious. Oh, yeah. Serious. Very, very, I was like very. I, I, I kept a journal. I kept everything. Everything weighed out. So you I tracked, have everything. Yeah, I tracked myself totally. Right now, I don't know where any of it's at. It's been like four years ago. Yeah. Three yeah. years ago. But um, we'll have to put a picture up. This is before and after. Oh, yeah, totally. Um. But it took me four months, and I dropped just over nine, uh, right around ninety pounds. That's a lot, eighty to ninety pounds. Yeah, getting rid of fat is—I shouldn't say harder than gaining muscle. It's not as fun, that's for sure. That's true. But once you get, once you start dropping fat, you're hungry to to drop it's more. True. And I feel like once you figure out how your how to get your body to do it, it's pretty easy. All natural. Yeah, it's pretty easy to manipulate uh, yeah. your metabolism. Yeah, that's a, that, I've never had to lose 90 pounds. I've lost 30 pounds, but yeah. that's not, I was on a different type of diet. <laughs> Bro, I've done it. I've lost, I've lost 90 pounds and I've, I've also done another time where I lost 80. Where, what are you sitting at right now? Like 230, 235. Yeah, you look bigger than that. I'm, I'm 230, 235 and really? I don't look like you. <laughs> yeah, he, he stays on point. He does his cardio and all that and he does his own protocols. But, um, that was probably the hardest thing that you've gone through is that first loss, huh? Oh, yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I got to points where I was, I mean, I was still trying to figure out things like electrolyte balance and how to keep myself hydrated with, you know, no carbs and drinking two gallons of water a day. Yeah. And so the cramps that I would get were just unreal because, and what I didn't realize back then is I wasn't supplementing salt. Your feet, your feet cramping up, all that? Oh, yeah, cre- uh, feet, legs. I had a time, uh, actually, my wife and I came down here for the, uh, the Mr. Olympia. Yeah. And uh, we were staying at our hotel. And I got super dehydrated. This was the day that we'd walked around the expo. Yeah. So we went to bed. I woke up at maybe three in the morning and I couldn't move my legs. Wow. I mean, they were in too much walking pain. and shit. They were in horrible pain. No, I could not move my legs. I couldn't wiggle my toes. I couldn't. Were you like paralyzed? Yeah. 
What happened? My legs had seized up so bad, I had no ability to move them. I had to use the bathroom. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't stand. <laughs> I couldn't move my legs. It was terrifying. Could you pee the bed? No, I, I, I woke my wife up. And yeah. I mean, she's a deep, she's a deep sleeper. Or let's put it this way, she's not a happy waker. Yeah. So I wake her up and I'm like, I can't move my legs, but I got to get to the bathroom. She pick you up? No, she, she like pulls my legs out of the bed help she does help she helps me there yeah and then i go you know get i can't i can't stand so i sit down and as i'm sitting i just like collapse on the toilet and then she goes back to bed falls asleep yeah so, me stuck on the toilet. so i was stuck on the toilet for like an hour <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i ended i got up i went out into the kitchen and um i got i had salt and i just poured it into a thing of gatorade yeah and just drink like a so you need a soda you're uh, locked up oh yeah up. within like half an hour is okay really yeah so that's when you kind of knew yeah fucking it, sodium that happened to me a couple a of times deal. that happened to me a couple of times and that's when i started supplementing salt like four grams of salt like three or four times a day my uh my first incident was uh, i was doing a men's physique show and i pulled water i, I took a diazide and um something else it was like uh i forget i think i got it from a grandpa or something like that Anyways, I I took those. My mom's like, uh, oh, you got a headache? Because I had a headache and I had a fever and stuff. I was going way too far with pulling water. Okay. I had no idea what I was doing. And basically, she's like, oh, here, take a muscle relaxer. So I take a muscle relaxer. I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I've had that. And you take something, you're like, ah, shit, what did I just do? Yeah, so I'm like, fuck. Okay, well... It's not that big of a deal. I don't want to be high. Next thing you know, I'm I'm so high. I'm getting into a, a hot tub. You don't do that. Oh no! And you're dehydrated. So, oh. I, I want to fucking puke. I'm going through all the the bad so effects. Bad. I almost I guarantee you I almost died. Yeah. I told my mom I needed some stuff. She ended up leaving the hotel room. My sisters were there, and she ended up leaving the hotel room, and uh, basically like took six hours to go get me some yams and water and stuff. So. Yeah, that was a that was a close one. I was cramping up everywhere. I, I didn't know what to do. I thought my heart was like cramping up, but it was just my my upper abs. Dude, and stuff. That, I had what, no idea what was going on. That's what gets everyone is the the diuretics. I lost thir almost thirty pounds of water that, oh. that whole night. I pulled hard. Oh, I've lost the most I've lost. The diazide took way too much out of me. It was hundred milligrams. It's too much, dude. The most that's I've lost in one in one day is eighteen pounds. That's a good amount of water. Yeah, I know. We partied like all day and night, and then into the that next wasn't day. taking diuretics. And no, no, no. I was taking diuretics. I just like yeah, no water, and actually, uh, that was the dry. May have been the driest. You I look ever. good, dude. I was ripped, man. I was jacked. Did you eat anything? Oh, afterwards I ate, and I swelled up, but my skin was super tight. Yeah, and I was like pool day today. <laughs> so oh, dude, it was a. You're I, all veiny and everything. Oh yeah. So you look great. Covered my whole body looked like dick skin. That's awesome. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> Fucking dick skin, huh? Yeah. But uh, oh, it was intense. It you were stage ready. But and I stayed that way for like chilling. two weeks. Really? Yeah, I didn't have to do shit to keep it. I just stayed that way for like two weeks. And then. Uh, you high carbon back then? Yeah. You high carb I'll now? Always huh? high carb. How many grams do you think you, you intake a day? Uh, at least a thousand. So, so he's like, I, I don't I eat them. It's interesting. So my, my day is weird. I, I go to work at 11. I'm there till 7, 7 yeah. or 8 in the morning. So um i try to eat once or twice before i get to the gym i usually wake up around 11 or 12. yeah no that's a lie i usually wake up around one or two because i get home at like seven or eight and then i try to get four to five hours of sleep yeah um and so you don't sleep much no i'm okay though i yeah, function yeah. all right on it but i uh You're a pretty calm guy too generally it depends you can get well, I, haven't, I haven't seen him pissed off yeah so it doesn't really happen yeah i don't know that doesn't really happen i tell you, 
I got, I, I don't really have a temper, <laughs> but I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. There's like the protective side. So like you mess around with somebody that I, I'm, I'm protective of totally yeah, different, different. Ball, totally different ball game. Yeah. I'm saying, but like you push me around, you mess with me. I'll get pissed off. I might get verbal, but I'm chill yeah. for the most part. But, um, oh, what was I saying? anyways, yeah, dude, I, I, uh, carbs right now around a thousand to 1200 a day. Um, I'll get up my first, my breakfast usually has about 150 to hundred, yeah, 120, 150 yeah. grams of carbs. It's either rice, oats, or like whole grain, something. Um, my next meal, oh, and it'll have like 40 to 45 grams of protein. You do a lot of pastas though too. I see you on your Instagram sometime. Huh? Occasionally I do pastas. I actually did some pasta today, but I maybe do pasta once every other week. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. not all the time. It used no. to be more, huh? Used to be a lot more frequently. Okay. Um, and I tried, I, that's just because I, I want to keep a biome that can f- digest basically wheat and stuff yeah. like that and not get too bloaty. So I keep it in there every now and then. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Then my next meal is going to be about the same. I'll hit the gym and pre-gym. You don't do sugars during the gym, do you? I do. Uh, well, I do um, cyclic dextrin. Yeah. So I do cluster cyclic dextrin. I also do, um, occasionally I'll do maltodextrin. You mix them together? Uh-huh. Yeah. And sometimes I'll do dextrose. I do that too, yeah. Or dextrin. Uh, Dextrin, dextrose, dextrose. What's the one you buy? It's in the. Oh my goodness! It's not sugar. No, you're, you're talking about like the carbogain. Yeah, I just can't remember. That's, it's, that's a dextrin. It is dextrin, dextrin yeah. or dextrose. Fuck! I should go look. I got some. I think it's dextrin because I know there's maltodextrin is in the the. Anyways, sometimes I'll throw. I'll, I'll do some of that, but I usually I'll have 100 grams of carbs. No, it's not dextrose. It's not dextrose. That's a Gatorade. I use a lot of Gatorade. Which that's good. That's I think that's thing. table sugar. Yeah, that's the best, uh, basically, sugar to... We're biochemists. Yeah. Titanium has a nuclear reaction with a flux capacitor. Carry the two, changing its atomic isotoner into a radioactive spider. It's the best thing for training and pushing in carbs to your muscle. Pardon me. Not COVID. COVID. Allergies. We got to get checked after this. Dude, my allergies are getting... What, what, what is it right now? What's uh, August? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's about like, to hit me where I oh, wake bro, up and shit. Yeah. It'll rain and clean out the air, and then you're like, oh, I'm good. Everything yeah. goes away, and then the next day, it's it's hot, and everything comes back Bada out. Boom. Oh, dude, it's just like a, it's just a slap to the face. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about uh, biochemist stuff, what's the craziest shit you've ever dealt with, mixed? Uh, oh, man. Mine would probably be a birthday cake. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Same shit, though. No. My, uh, I had a lab... Uh, so this was. Oh, you gotta talk about the cat in- incident. Yeah, we're way oh. we're way beyond statute of limitations oh, right. now, so we can do this. This is a good one. We're way beyond statute of limitations now, so let's talk about this. <laughs> so I had a uh, I had a Russian like chemical like a lab partner, but he was also the undergraduate teaching fellow. Yeah, I was working on his PhD. This guy was intense. He's six five 245 250 so he's already he he trains he's huge dude so he was power lifter guy. He's the guy that was doing reps with like like 15 reps of 405 but all natural dude so he's like us times 30 in the small yeah, and, and russian so it amplifies it all you oh know? yeah they're they're uh, um yes. and he had a really high-pitched voice you american yeah. ladies yeah. you put out this is Great got you dude. Doing, eh? awesome guy loved him to pieces um but crazy man he would do some stuff so uh went in the lab he calls me over he's like hey can you come to the lab? I need help. I go over to the lab. I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, I make meth. All right. He made <laughs> meth in the lab. There it is. Yeah. As long as everything so was. So you're like, like, what the fuck's going yeah. on here? I was like, all right, that's, that's cool. Could you smell it? We gave it to the cat. Oh. 
I did. This is a whole nother. Story. I didn't. That was not me. He did. So what the cat do? Had the greatest time of its life, but it was so ate it. running all over the place. No, he did it in the uh, the chamber. Uh, that oh yeah. Um, came out spazzing all over. I mean, it was spazzing. It was it was like did he measure? Did he measured the dosage of that, or just was like, here, we're just gonna burn it up, fucking basically, put the cat in there and smell this. Yeah, basically, here it goes. Twenty-two year old me, like, what's going on here? Um, yeah, so just came out running around. You could just tell cat on crack, basically. Yeah, um, eyes were huge. But it was running around, purring, meowing, like in. She was happy though. Happy. I wish I could feel for thirty seconds what that cat felt for probably a week. So uh, three days later, the cat. I have no idea. Did you ever see the cat again? Uh, w- later. Not. Oh, not, I'm not talking about when it disappeared. Yeah, that's what I had the next time. I, that, uh, that was the next time I saw the cat. Oh my gosh. So uh, I want to meet this Russian guy. I have no idea where he went. No idea where he went. I have looked for him for years. You think he got a little taste of water and potassium? Uh, no, no, not at all. I, I just, I don't know where he went. Yeah, I know he got a, uh, after he finished his PhD, he got like an internship or something on the East Coast. Yeah. And then got, got rid of all his uh, social media. So he, did, he disappeared. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know the cat uh, rested. You, you got to tell that, that one. That okay. Was, so he was making these things. They were like, but the best way I could describe it was like potassium sheets. Because yeah. we would do experiments with little pieces of it. And so it was another, he, he made it super thin. It was like a foil. And he had them laid out. And I don't know if they were drying or what. I'm not really, wasn't really familiar with the process. Yeah. But they look like super thin sheets of, of like pre- pressed potassium because it's softer. Yeah. Um, and what he would do in the labs is he'd cut out. They weren't poured on to dry. No. They weren't sheets like that. No. He's like, you know how you can, like, it's like kind of like sodium. It can cut like butter. Yeah. Yeah, same type of deal. So just compressed in like a, like a hydraulic press until it was super, super Yeah, thin. okay. And then in our labs, the way, what he would do is he'd remove a little piece of it, like a, one, like a centimeter square. Yep. That was what we would work with. So uh, anyways, he had like three or four of them laid out. They were maybe like, I don't know, maybe eight inches, <gasps> eight inches. Yeah. Eight, you know, they weren't huge. Yeah. Um, anyways, the cat was in there. So the cat was in there. He had a, something going in a sink on the other side, so it wasn't close to the potassium. And the cat jumped in, got wet, freaked out, and ran right into the potassium sheets. You know what happens when water meets uh, <laughs> potassium? Bro, it hits it, and it was like, you could hear it, it sounded like electricity going. <laughs> yeah. That was what it did. Toast. Cat gone. Nothing left. Deleted. What's uh, I, I should look I should have looked uh, I didn't know what we were talking about but I should have looked up degrees that that reaches I've never actually seen that happen not sure. right here I'm not sure now I gotta look it has to be insanely high now I gotta see it it's wild They're stuff pro- man because anything over 1500 degrees your your bone starts to yeah to go so this has to be up there around 6,000 oh, I don't know stuff let's see but it went from nice cat to no cat nice cat to no cat so meth cat went. Missing, but uh, and honestly, here's the thing: I love cats too. Like I, I, I have yeah. three cats. I'd have been heartbroken. I got my cats' names on my bracelet. Yeah, right here, this little one. And uh, so, but I still look back at that. What, what did he do? Did, did oh, dude, he just stared. He probably didn't know what to do. Yeah, he's like, oh, we have to clean this up. It was it? There probably wasn't much left. Maybe some bones or something, or, um, or a, a, a ball of fire. Yeah, it was just like a, a ball. It was it was pretty 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 rough. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, vaporized totally, but it kind of was. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, flash cooked. See, I wonder what uh, dist- uh, distilled water and all that would do with it. It would definitely make it burn faster. Or, like, 
I don't know what you call that. Is it explosion? Evaporation. Let's see, pulling it up. Five, uh, temperatures in the range of 500 to 650 Kelvin. That's up there. Let's see, though. 500 to 600. Let's see. 6,000. Let's see. Need about 710 degrees. No, it has to be way up yeah, there. Yeah, that's what it says, 710 right there. Um, it has to be in the thousands. But I could see it making it. Yeah, I'd really be surprised if we're saying 710 because the way that stuff ignites and glows and dances on water. I've seen it. Yeah, because I mean, flame, Not in flame, person, flame from a match is, is around 1,400 degrees, I want to say. The yeah. action between potassium and water releases hydrogen, and then the hydrogen gas is what explodes. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, obliterated the poor thing. Yeah. So you went through school and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I was there for six years at Utah State. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. That's a while. Okay, no, scratch that. I was in school for six years. Uh, I did my associate's degree in 10 months. Did you ever change uh, top or? So many times. What, yeah. what, what have you gone through? What do you uh, want to oh, be oh, to what oh. you want to be to what you want to be? Uh, originally biochemistry, then I switched to molecular biology. Oh, wow. uh, then I switched over to nutrition, then kinesiology, then back to biochemistry. Would you get, oh, you went back to it. Yeah. So you. Actually, because all, all that, that would help for that. Yeah, it was all relative. Like you could basically take your pick. What'd you get the most out of? What stuck with you? Um, Probably dieting, huh? No, uh, honestly, infectious diseases. Really? So I hated my. my it's funny. I was uh, the, the the podcast I was on the other day. They were like, "So biochemistry? What'd you study?" And I'm like, Bi <laughs> "Biology." <laughs> I hate when people ask you that. Chemistry. Like, You're really asking me this. Variants of chemistry, variant variations of biology, all together. Yeah. Yeah. Physics, math that I never used. You're probably never going to. Ever. Math, I mean, algebra is like, it's not even math. It's no. like a syntax or something. I had to teach myself trigonometry just to start the, the test, oh. you know, because they, they give you those first I walked out of first my classes class. are the hardest. I walked out of some, some of my exams, and, and I passed. Yeah. I walked out of some of my, my exams having no clue in hell what I just did. No, you probably passed. Not huh? at all. Oh, yeah, I mean, you'd get, I'd get by, I'd pass. Yeah. You know, I didn't come through with flying colors by any means. No. But... A really? lot of these, a lot of these uh, classes that we had to take are online now, and you don't even have to do hands-on things. And basically, you kind of go through it and take the test. You can get through it faster. You yeah. don't have to do ten years or Dude, nine and a half. My brother right now, he's got that in high school, and he's just blowing through his high school courses. It's pretty cool, but it's also bad at the same time because you do need hands-on. You got to go yeah. be in a lab. You can't learn an, an applied science without applying it. No. Uh -uh. And you won't understand concepts without practicing them. Well, with me, I, I know all these uh, ratios and uh, recipes or whatnot in my head. When you're asking me about it, I may look like but I could show you how to do it. Yeah. And then explain it as I'm going. But yeah, some of these guys are so smart, though, they'll, they'll be able to write it down and, and show you all the little... Right. I feel like what you'll run into, for example, let's talk about like if, if we're going to go over labs, yeah. lab processes or working with materials. Yeah. It's one thing to read about it and understand it and watch somebody do it. It's something else to use the material, to feel the texture, the consistency, like, like yes. if you're mixing something. Oh, you could tell by half the thing, half the compounds that you get, they're not even the same. Yeah. Um, you could go by salts. Right. Even uh, this, it'll say that it's a, uh, fuck, I, I want to bring up different uh, analogies or whatnot, but Himalayan pink salt, uh, sea salt, or whatever. You, you'll buy some one month. The next month, it'll be uh, bigger con consistency. Yeah, so when you totally touch it, you you have to weigh out differently, stuff like that. I don't know if you what I'm getting at. No, I totally do. I totally but, do. Um, uh, fuck, we'll say anavar. Yes. Yeah. 
it's there when it comes in you'll you'll mess with it or whatever some will be clumpy some won't some are uh, bigger molecules almost it's like the difference between granulated sugar and powdered sugar yes there you go and it's say you go to the store and they're both called sugar there you go you just don't know what you're getting yeah it's pretty fucked up yeah i mean you, you'll get that, that, that but what i was what i was gonna say is like try being this guy because like we at least got to do labs yeah we at least got to work with things under supervision Cramping up, sorry. Uh, imagine, <laughs> imagine coming out of school with your degree and you've never even touched the materials that you learned the concepts behind. Well, half the time it's not going to come out, right? Yeah. I mean, you're it, not even, it'll probably crystallize or uh, to crash. a degree you can look at stuff and recognize it by sight. Yeah. Because you've worked with it. Imagine getting into a lab, into a, you yeah, can trick pretty good too. It imagine might, being, might not even be the right, right thing that you're ordering. Getting into like a formulating pharmacy. Yep. Right. And you've never worked with these medical powders. No. You don't know how they mix. You don't know how long they take to break down. You're not familiar with them. So your first time actually experimenting is on the job when somebody's life might be on the line. I wonder how that feels. It took when I first started unprepared. Stuff, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was just mixing shit together like it was uh, baking a cake. That's why I say yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like I mean, crashes or uh, right. You overheat it sometimes just because of certain stupid little things, you know, yeah. it'll, it'll get hot fast. I feel like, uh, I mean, in my kitchen, for example, you go through, cause we make all our supplements like from scratch almost every day. Yeah. We just have our ingredients that way. If we want to switch up our pre-workout or we want to switch up our, our way we do our multivitamins, we yeah. got it all there. And about every other time I order the combat, everything comes in a little differently. So I mean, the point is yeah, like, what is, is nowadays where everything is done online and you're, it's all hands off the true understanding of the concepts, like understanding what you're actually doing, what you're trying to accomplish, how to do it. They don't get that experience in school anymore. No. And they've slowly been stepping away from the progressive uh, education program as well, where you go from basic to harder, to harder, to harder, to harder. And right now, some of your hardest courses are your beginner courses because they want to weed you out. It's pretty bad actually. I mean, I had 900 kids in my biology and my chemistry classes. I had OCHEM and I had a yeah. 900 kids in that class. You do. What do you think it is now? I don't know. A third of that, if they even, if they're even doing it. I don't think they are actually. I mean, nobody doesn't. Nobody they are. Nobody. nobody they make goes. the process a lot easier to, to basically. If you could do it all on, and here's the crazy thing: if you could have done it all online when you were in school, would you have? Probably not. I started doing stuff before I even went to school. Same. I was. Uh, that's why I went to school. Really? Yeah, because I wanted to be the best. That's awesome. I. I which I started, I, I, I went through a resource and all that when I was in high school. Really? And, stuff. and it's because I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care to read. I didn't care for math. I, did, I, I knew I was really good at math. But then when I wanted to actually do something, I'm like, fuck. Okay, now I got to learn trigonometry. I got to fucking basically learn how to read better because I didn't know how to read. I still, I'm not very good. I learn a lot different than others, but I, I keep a, the picture in my head. I yeah. could, uh, it's, uh, I learn different than everybody else. That's really cool though. Cause you're one of the brightest dudes I know. Like I can come to, when I can't figure something out, you're generally the guy I turn to. Well, thank you. I don't, I probably don't, uh, talk about it proper. You want, he understands street smarts and he's uh, book <laughs> smart. That's for fucking sure. But, uh, yeah, if, if you ever got a question, you could come to me and I'll, I'll definitely oh, yeah. help. If I can't explain it, I'll show you. Right. That's oh, you sure. give, you've given me clarity on several things that I, I struggled with for a long yeah. time. So. Uh, that's what, if, uh, if, if you don't know it, someone else does, I'll help you. But this right. dude's smart as hell. Relationship-wise, you know, just to talk to someone, he's very smart. Oh, thank you. But uh, how, So when it comes, I'm talking about relationships now. 
How many relationships have you been in? I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't know a lot. Before you were married? Just regular relationships. High school to, to college stuff. How many have you ever been in before you got married? Me, I think it was three. Um, Four real relationships. My first love. Real, re- Fuck. real? No, no. If we're talking real relationships, no, like, yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm talking about like, real. Like we mean like six months, six months, or like like if you live with them or actually. Oh, okay. So we're gonna go serious relationships. Because he knows a lot. Like four or five. Okay. Yeah. Like four or five. Because he gets deep, goes deep in there too. He'll he'll talk about like uh, I don't know what happened in their childhood or, you know, he'll make you think further, which that's the same shit I do when someone comes to me. I can't do it to myself. You, you kind of go at it the same. Yeah. But. I've actually been spending more time trying to be able to do that with myself because there's stuff that needs to be worked on and healed in there. I just started going to a guy named Joe Peroni. He's a badass bodybuilder. He's yeah. old school, old school. And uh, he's a therapist. I, I just, I went through one phone call with him. And, really? Uh, his homework to me this this last week was who are you? I'm like fuck. <laughs> who the fuck am I? So I'm all researching on stuff right. to to bring that out to so you recognize who you are. That's a hard question. Oh yeah. Have you been through that? Have you been asked that? I haven't. I mean, I, it's I've I've asked myself that. Yeah, but deep. Down, who uh, are you? Are you are you this chemist guy? Or do you are you a guy that just likes to work out and you just stand around and watch people? Who who are you? Man, that's a hard one. I need to think on that one for a minute. I know he said it. I was like, that's fucking easy. I'm Tyler yeah. Sackett. Like, I, I, I love people. I want to help people. And I'm like, well, there's more than that. Who am I? Where did this start? Right. I get that. Yeah. That would, that would be one that I need to put some thought into, though, to dig into. That. I've been thinking about it for a week. Yeah. And I have no fucking answer for him when he calls me in like two days. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I guess, it, what, how long have we been on here? I don't know. Uh, what time are we looking at? Yeah, we'll call that good. We'll do another one. Okay. And we're out. (laughs) (laughs) That works.